Welcome to Women Leading the Way Radio Show, where each time you'll hear from successful women CEOs, executives, and professionals, where we'll discover how they do what they do to be successful in business. We'll be interviewing women who have overcome big challenges, women who have incredible stories of lessons learned in dealing with adversity. We'll even interview women who have started and grown successful organizations and women who are C-level executives with unique talents and positions. Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Hey, good morning, everyone, and welcome to Women Lead Radio, brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. I'm Michelle Burquist, your host today of Women Leading the Way, and boy, do I have a woman who is leading the way. I'm excited. Um, I want to share with you that our guest today, our leading lady, is none other than Debbie Love, and she is the founder of Heads Up Self-Defense for Women. I'm excited about our topic because we really haven't had this topic before, and I think as women, you know, how do we feel about self-defense? Do we do anything with self-defense? We should be prepared um, via self-defense. So, Debbie, I just want to say I'm excited to have you on the show and just say a quick hello to all of our listeners. Hello, hello, um, everybody, and, and, and Michelle, thank you so much for having me. Well, I'm excited. I'm I'm excited because I don't, you know. Usually we talk about you know taxes and marketing and you know how to be a better leader, you know, on Women Lead Radio. And it's like you know I don't think, to my knowledge, in we've been doing this show since 2010, Debbie, and this is a shame. Have we ever had a conversation about self defense? And I'm dying for our listeners to know. I mean, this is what you do for business. And I, I do want to start out and go, there's always a reason that we start doing what we do as a small business owner. So I'm curious with you, what was the tipping point or the reason that you started with health heads up self-defense for women? What was the inspiration? I know there's a story there. There, there, there is certainly a story here. Uh, it, it all happened back. Um, I lived in Atlanta and and um, way back when in the '80s, and um, my cousin also lived there, and um, she she was brutally raped and murdered, and it was all because of a simple oh. mistake, which any of us girls can make. Um, she happened to be leaving a networking meeting in Atlanta. It was after dark, and she was heading home, and while she probably should have stopped for gas, she did not, figuring she'd just get gas in the morning and ran out of gas. And um, the problem was she, she ran out of gas, quite frankly, in the wealthiest neighborhood in Atlanta. People think that they're safe because they live in a wealthy neighborhood. She was only two miles from home when this happened and that that was the simple mistake that she made and there were oh my men gosh. That, that were ready to grab at her and they got her and uh that was the last anyone had seen of her uh so um which scared me and and me and her the exact same size same weight same body type and i figured if it could happen to her it could happen to me and um mm-hmm. i started going to self-defense classes and learning nothing, nothing, and realized that all self-defense classes had two things in common. They were all led by martial arts, and they were all led by men, men teaching women how to defend themselves. 
well, it wasn't working. Things weren't computing. Punch him there. Punch him there. Well, I didn't punch. So um, I decided to get in from the ground up. And so I started learning martial arts over 20 years ago. Now I'm a fourth degree black belt and certified instructor in karate. But what? But I specialize in self-defense for women. Wow. Can you hold, hold on to that one because I'm still like reeling. This was your cousin or your sister? I'm so sorry. I know you said it was your cousin. Yes, this is my first cousin. Her name is Julie Love. Oh. And to know the story, just Google her name. It's everywhere. It was a national story. They ID Channel even did her story. Oh, my gosh. No, I mean, that, that says so much of why you do what you do. And, you know, you and I have, have you know, run into each other over the years, and I always, I always go, my gosh. I mean, for all of our listeners, what I want you to know is that this lady, if you see Debbie, it's like you would not think that she is the powerhouse that she is. And I mean this as a compliment, Debbie, because, you know, you're, you're small in nature, but you are mighty and powerful in how you, how you, you act and move. And, you know, it's not like, you know, you're like, like a football player, you know what I mean? Like you are very, I can only imagine black belt and at the size you are. So that says a lot of who you are and why you do what you do. And, and tell me, it's like, what, what are some of the things that we as women don't, I mean, obviously driving down a dark street at night, your cousin's experience, who'd have thought, you know what I mean? Cause I would have, I think how many times I've gotten in a car and late at night, and driving at night and going, oh, it's, you know, various stages of empty on the car, right? And it's like you kind of think that would never happen. But what are some tips you can give women as far as self-defense? I know you've got a lot in you, but is there a few wise tips you could give us and all that you do? And, and then we'll talk more about just your passion and what more women should be doing to be safe and, and have good self-defense. Well, one one thing that I definitely suggest is letting someone know where you're going, not necessarily where you're going, but, but definitely when to expect you home. I mean, I even do this now, um, and I know how to protect myself, but somebody always knows if I'm coming home late from something, they know about when to expect me, and I let them know when I get home. Uh, that is definitely one thing, please. And, and another thing is, Always make sure that you have at least a half tank of gas because in cars today, we're relying on computers. Um, so uh, I would definitely suggest that. Um, always have something to protect yourself. Uh, there's little things that I do. Like I, have, I keep a little, a little tiny stick in the passenger, um, back in the passenger side of my car. So that if I need it, I can pull it out. I, you know, I, I'll walk with a stun gun. Or, um, and I never, ever, ever have earbuds. Earbuds are horrible. Um, they take away your intuition. Intuition is another thing that we forget to use. But when you have earbuds, not only does um, it mess up your hearing, so you can't hear someone that's following you, but it also shows any predator that you can't fear and that you're a viable victim, a viable, well, a viable candidate for, uh, for assault. Wow. Wow. I know there's a thousand more things that we can do, but, you know, what are, I guess this is always, who are the type of women, you know, in your experience from your background, like what women 
show up and what are the reasons you find that most of them are motivated to come in and learn about self-defense versus the ones maybe that you don't see that do that? I mean, let's talk about the ones that do show up. Like what are women, do they have any idea what they're expecting? Do they have a reason why they're showing up? Have they had a situation or what's the normal or is there a normal scenario of why women show up to your classes and per your, for your instruction? Well, normally either they've had a situation or they've been scared. Uh, something has frightened them. They got off the train walking to their car and something freaked them out. Or, or a, uh, something occurred that almost happened. Um, and it could be just about anything. Um, spark their intuition. And they wondered what's going on because something happened in their body or, you know, the, the hairs on the back of their neck stood up and they don't know why. So, um, and they just want to know what they could have done. What is the answer? Um, is there one little movement that they could do to get them out of any situation? And the answer to all this is yes, there, there are things that you can do. Um, and, and, you know, one of those things is never leave a friend behind. You go out as a group, you come home as a group. Uh, but, but there are, uh, bad things that happen all the time. You walk down the street and somebody cat calls you. That's freaky. That scares you. And people don't realize the people who are doing the cat calling aren't realizing that they're scaring you. That's crazy. That's crazy. I know there's so much more you have. I mean, I'm going to go to just kind of the business side for just a couple minutes. It's like when, when this happened to your cousin, you know, it sounds like you were motivated to go, go do self, go learn self-defense. And then you're a black belt. I don't know how many times you said you're a black belt. That's like, wow, ridiculous and amazing. Um, when did you start your business? I mean, what was, what was the, you know, how did you start your business and kind of talk to us about, the evolution of this? Do you find more, it's, it's more of more women wanting to learn about this? Do you wish more women really learned more about self-defense or what is your message um, to women out there? I wish more women would want to do this, but they, they don't. And, and I think the, the, the problem is, is that, um, I am in a, a male-dominated field. Uh, again, anytime you go for self-defense, it's probably going to be a man who is going to be teaching you. And it's very uncomfortable to talk about um, about the issues, about women's issues, something that's happened to you to a man. Uh, but you want to talk about something, somebody grabs you in a particular area, you don't want to be telling a man that. Um, and does a man really understand? Um, in in my world, how being that I'm not even five feet tall and maybe a hundred pounds on a good day, um, how could a man possibly know what it's like to have somebody over two hundred pounds on top of you? They couldn't possibly. Yeah. And I'm not comfortable talking to men about sensitive situations that I've been in that um, men have put me in. Uh, and this has happened even since I've been training in martial arts. So um, men have no, um, 
yeah, it is crazy. Yeah. Well, and tell me a little bit about the business the business you do. Like, do you, do you only offer classes? Are they in person only? Is it in you know? Can they do self instruction? I, I mean, is that even possible? Or tell us a little bit about you know your business, Debbie, and what you do. I I mean, I know you do classes. I do know that. But what are the services yeah. you offer? Well, right now um, I don't have classes advertised, which is my fault. Uh, but um, right now, people call me when they, um, I'm like, by appointment. I, you will find, um, after tomorrow, I'm hoping to have classes on my website uh, set up. But as of now, they aren't. But I um, will be offering not just self-defense classes, either in person or Zoom. I do recommend for self-defense on Zoom. I mean, um, in person rather than um, rather than virtual, but um, I'm available, and uh, my studio in Solana Beach is perfect for uh, at least 15 women. And uh, but what what women will do is either get a group of girls together, their friends, their networking girls, and give me a call and and let me know when they want to come in. You, I do one on one. I do private group and um, private one-on-one classes. I also have an exercise class, which the, every exercise is leads to a self-defense move. In other words, um, so things over time, you come to my class every other day, and you will start getting learning moves that in turn become muscle memory that will happen in a split second if something happens to you and how to react to things wow. quicker because your muscles are ready. And I'm, you know, before we go to a quick sponsor break, I'm, I'd love for you to share, you know, without obviously in, um, divulging who they are, but can you share, you know, a client success story of somebody that came in and maybe was scared and what was the end result? Oh, absolutely. Uh, um, Someone I know in in Atlanta, I had gone back there to teach a class and to my family and friends, and she was walking downtown Atlanta, and somebody tried to grab her purse, and she was able to pull them in and elbow them across the, you know, across the nose, and she got her purse back, and they ended up on the ground. She walked away. Um, So that. That was a success story. She was able to successfully throw an elbow, hit the target, and walk away. Uh, Amazing. Yeah, yeah, and, cool. you know, no one – well, no one thinks of just that scenario that, you know, as we walk around with all the bags and the, you know, the handbags and the, the items that we carry around now that, you know, you're not thinking that somebody might grab your purse, I think, in most scenarios. So, Wow. Wow. Give me give me one minute here. I'm just gonna do a quick sponsor break, uh, Debbie. And then when, when I come back, I just I think of the time we're in. I'd love to talk to you a little bit about the impact that the pandemic had, you know, for you as a business owner and how did you navigate it? I mean, you know that like we're in the meeting in the event industry in my business and it was not an easy year. So or now that we're at almost the, over a year and a half. But hang on and I'm gonna do a quick sponsor break. 
Women Lead Radio is brought to you today by Connected Women of Influence and our partner, Microsoft. The Microsoft mission is to empower every person and organization on the planet to achieve more. Microsoft believes technology is a powerful force for good, and they're working to foster a sustainable future where everyone has access to the benefits and the opportunities created by technology. Microsoft believes technology can and should be a powerful force for good, and that meaningful innovation can and will contribute to a brighter world in big and small ways. So thank you for your support, Microsoft, and to all of our sponsors and our partners. So, Debbie, I'm coming back to you now, and I'm really curious because I know what an impact, or at least for most of us, we had a huge impact based on the pandemic, but walk us back to March 2020 with you and, you know, just share with other business owners that are our listeners, what what did, what happened with you? Um, the day the world changed is what I usually say. Exactly. The world did change, and... Um, I was not experienced enough as a business owner at that time to know how to make that pivot. I did figure it out later on um, where I I tried doing some um, classes on Zoom, and my inexperience was an issue. So I have – the pandemic just really did a number on me, and – it took way too long for me to figure it out, uh, and I didn't. So I'm not truly a success story when it comes to the pandemic. I did not have experience with that, or or how to make my my business pivot. Uh, and so I'm not really a good example of what you do. I tried to do. No, um, like, you know. I think I want to jump in, Debbie. You know, honestly, it's like I don't – the thing that's crazy about the pandemic is that, first of all, none of us knew what to do. None of us were experienced. I mean, we were all either, one, reacting. Number two, a lot of us were pivoting, you know, pivoting somehow, whether it was a good pivot or not, right? I mean, that's the part that I just want you to know, and thank you so much for being so authentic about it, is that – I don't think, in, I mean, first of all, none of us expected it. I mean, I didn't see it coming. Did you see it coming? I didn't see oh, it coming. Oh, nobody could have seen it coming. <laughs> yeah. No, I It was I like, I mean, we were, right, it was one day, and we were told to lock down because we couldn't host our events anymore from the state of California, and we were a week out from two of our largest events for the year last March, and you know, I mean, it's like, what do you do? Well, you know, you try to, like that word, the word that we all hate. But I guess I'm I'm curious with you, even though for what you said, look, I'd never, I, I didn't know. It's not you being a business person, good or bad, that happened here. It's that none of us knew really how to pivot, and we just did what we did. But I'm curious as the year went on, like, what did you, what did you do to start to navigate and deal with the fact that, look, this, this stuff's going to hang around for a while, and we still need to do business? Did you did you find something that started to work for you? And you said Zoom. So that was pretty much how all of us lived last year, us too, in Connected Women of Influence. But what, what did you finally start to find was a way to navigate through the pandemic? What I tended to do was, A, do more writing. Um, write, mm. you know, articles and such that, that or where I could still, you know, advise. And um, uh, actually, I also tried to talk to parents 
about how to talk to their girls. Uh, and so I was trying to put myself out there without having to navigate it and also trying to warn people that everybody out there now with the mask and everything, everybody looks like a criminal. So please be careful. Oh, wow. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, but that but the pandemic but everyone wear a mask, right? The pandemic did not work. No. I said you said you I was still hanging on the mask and then you said the pandemic did not work for you. So it was and I'm not trying to unload, you know, tough stuff because it's like I whew, you know, getting back to meetings and events has been really um it's been difficult, you know, for so many businesses. I mean, people lost entire portfolio portfolios of clients. I'm finding a lot of people right now are not wanting to spend as much. You know, are you finding people are coming back to wanting to learn about self-defense or what's kind of flip it forward to now? What, how, how are you experiencing things now for business? Oh, yes. Um, people are are definitely trying to come back to it. We, we've seen some effects that, that, that have happened over the last five years, and it's, and it's um, affecting our children. It's, it's um, affecting everything. Um, recently, if I may go into this, recently um, there was a elementary school where um, kids are playing, um, in elementary school they're playing what they refer to as Trump tag. Because of the Access Hollywood tape, they, uh, they were playing tag with the girls and grabbing them between the legs because that's what he said he did, and that's what they did. And then there was a middle school that started doing uh, Grab Tip Tuesday, uh, and that's exactly what the boys did to the girls. That was middle school. And then in high school, they were grabbing butts and lines when they were having to line up to go back into the school to get their hands sanitized and stuff like that. So this has had a tremendous, tremendous effect on kids today because they've seen um, what men have, uh, whatever men were doing before the, with being on women, calling women, assaulting women has gotten even worse because when the President of the United States is doing it, then yay, you can do it too. Uh, and words used to describe women, nasty, slut, all that stuff is you're, you're hearing it more. Um, kids in, in, in high school, uh, they, wow. they aren't being taught anything. That's, so, that's a shame. And I know that's kind, of, that's kind of a focus for you, right, is that you're kind of looking more for the future that you want to support young, is it young girls in, in high school or all, like middle school, elementary? Middle What's kind of your future focus here? Middle school and high school. Uh, wow. School and what's and the plan? School. To teach them self-defense? I, I'm teach, not only teach them self-defense, but teach them what to expect on a first day. Let's say the girl is okay with kissing the boy, but in 30 seconds he's got her down on the couch and he's going for it. Um, mm. Not only do women need to learn what to do, but men need to learn respect. Men need to learn what their actions are doing to this girl. If for the, I mean, they're messing up girls' futures because girls are having to live with this. So I am teaching. I have a new strategy, a new movement. 
It's called I Said No. And what it is is it's grab, twist, pull. It's a simple thing. I said no, grab, twist, pull. And if girls have one move, one move that they can do to get out of a situation, a bad situation, they will be freer to do it. They will remember it. It's a, it, it, it's, it's a mantra. It's a, again, it's a movement. And I want girls yeah. to know they have something they can do that will get them out of that situation and possibly men for the first time ever fear that a woman just might hurt them if they go too far. If a woman says no, if they go too far, that they might end up hurt themselves. You know, it's interesting, Debbie, it's like I really never thought about the fact that schools don't do anything to teach, you know, girls, um, individuals about self-defense. I mean, that's just not something that's taught. I, I mean, to your knowledge, are there classes that go on, you know, in community colleges or around, you know, places that teach self-defense? Because I've never, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess what's, what's the answer is to get more of the word out, that more people, what's kind of your passion message to everybody that needs to happen to get, to get this message out better? To get, to get it in school, to get at the schools that I recently taught at for a couple of classes, they have 21 sports that people can choose. For instance, they have fencing, swords. They're working with swords, right? Like you're going to deal with a sword in the real world. Right, right, right. Switch out the fencing and give the girls self-defense. Give the girls something for the future, something to work with when they go to college, because that's that's the worst, um, uh, the rape culture in colleges. If, if, if girls had some self-defense, imagine what the world would be if girls did not have to grow up with what we did. I don't know many girls who have never been pressured or coerced or whatever it takes, what men do to coerce women into sex. They always try to take it a little further than they should and things like that, and women do nothing but freeze. Women freeze. And that's just, uh, that's what happens. That's what our brain does. It just freezes up. Well, I, I'm giving them something to avoid the freeze factor. Every technique that I teach takes into consideration the freeze factor. Um, I got into all this because um, i I want women, what I learned easy in martial arts, they will too. What techniques came easy to me will come easy to them because we think alike. Women, you know, we all have the same sort of brain. Men and women don't think alike. And um, I believe that I can change what women do. And I also believe that, that we've dismissed our intuition way too long. Uh, and and we need to um, start listening to what to, to what's going on in our gut. Um, listen to your intuition. If 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 you know you meet somebody and something inside of you is saying, "Uh, uh-uh, this is bad," or you're getting ready to take a turn in your car, "Uh, uh-uh, this is a bad idea." Listen to that. Don't dismiss it. Don't ignore it. Don't second guess it. Just listen to it. 
you know, it's crazy. I'm going to run a scenario by you because I can think of a situation where I'm going, man, it just happened one step at a time. And I'm thinking, you know, you didn't, I mean, I was at a business conference. I've only got a couple minutes, but I'm dying to know what you would recommend to somebody. I'm doing a business, I'm at a business conference. My plane leaves early the next morning. So I called for, you know, scheduled an Uber driver and they show up at the hotel. It's like 4.30 in the morning, right? So I'm leaving the hotel. I got my cup of coffee. I got all my luggage. Guy picks me up. It's like we're driving. I'm in Texas, so I don't know my surroundings at all. And he goes, the guy says, he goes, we're going to take, I mean, this is where I'm going, oh, my God, like I'm such an idiot. But anyway, he goes, we're, I'm going to take some back streets because it's going to be quicker to get there. And my first thought was, that's weird. Right, 4:30 in the morning. There's not any traffic. Why would this be a deal? And it's like we're going through these dark roads. I mean, I got to the I got to the airport, but in my thinking, I'm going, what the hell? What would would have what what would I've done? You know, had something worse happen? And I'm curious, like in a scenario like that, like what would you recommend a woman do? It wasn't like this was planned out. I didn't know the course he was going to take. I assumed we were going to be on the freeway going right to the airport but it got a little dicey for me in my head thinking this this is not a scenario I want to be in well this this is this is part of the problem is that freaking out in your head instead of saying something while we're taking these back roads I'm not comfortable with that um also Mm. uh, women should also know the route in other words go from your go on your phone from your 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 from where you are to the to the airport, you should have already put that into your phone, so you know the route you should be going. And the moment that he's going off route, you say something. Um, secondly, you should all the safest place to sit in an Uber is right behind the driver. It's the least likely place that they they cannot grab. I should have said they can't grab you as easily from that position. Keep all your stuff, your luggage and stuff. Don't put it in the trunk. Keep it with you in the back seat if possible, because that way, if you have to make a quick exit, you've got all your stuff with you. These wow. are just some of the things that you can do that uh, will will help keep you safe. And of course, make sure that you've got the right driver. If you don't like the route he's taking, ask him to stop, because it's not right. And and a lot of them now have. Numbers you can call if you're in distress, uh, but I, I, I would, um, I'm hoping that's already plugged into your phone. Um, women just have to be very, very careful. You see the wrong route, you ask them to go the right route at 4.30 in the morning especially. Yeah, I didn't even think of it until it was in there, and I was like, wow. You know what I mean? I mean, I think we all have those scenarios. But, Debbie, we, we're almost wrapped up here. It's like how if people want to reach you, and I hope they do. It's like how do you want people to reach out to you and find you? Well, I can be reached by phone. It's, it's easy. My, my, I'm going to just lay out my phone number is 760-455-8562. I have a website. It's... Um, HeadsUpSelfDefense.com. Uh, I can be reached at uh, Debbie at HeadsUpSelfDefense as far as email. And just call me, schedule an appointment. Private classes are, are the best way, but you've got a group of, of teenagers. 
call me. You got a school? I love it. A school wants to get in touch. Yeah, call I think me. I think you've got a very special message for women. So heads up to our listeners. I want you guys to pay attention. Um, check out Debbie's website, and again, it's headsupselfdefense.com. Is that correct, Debbie? Headsupselfdefense.com. Yes, we teach we teach self-defense. All right. Or I teach self-defense from a woman's point of view. Love it, love it. And I've got one final question. This is my big question, so it's a lot of pressure. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. I want you to leave us with something positive or motivational or something that we can leave that's going to make us go, okay, I got this. Like, what's one thing you want to leave us with as we wrap up the show? No pressure. No. One thing you want, grab, twist, pull. My new mantra Grab, twist, pull. Um, everyone Grab, can twist, get away. Pull. Yes, and women, go for Use your imagination. Love it. I want to thank you for being our leading lady today, my dear. Um, I want to thank all of our listeners around the U.S. and internationally because we are an international show. And Women Lead Radio is brought to you every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, and Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time. So it has been my absolute delight to be your host today. And, Debbie, you are a wonderful leading lady, so thank you. And I just want to encourage everybody to have a wonderful week, and we'll see you again on the next Women Lead Radio Show. Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence the premier private membership organization where like-focused, business-to-business executive and professional women connect, collaborate, and cultivate a vast network of high-level affiliations, resources, and professional relationships. For more information about Connected Women of Influence, please visit our website at connectedwomenofinfluence.com.